This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, Tyler with this sick intro. <laughs> I bet you didn't think Woo! we were using that. We're using it. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is Ben Tyler, America's Useful Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to click subscribe and the little arrow, the little bell, ding ding. Yeah. Leave a comment. Um, I usually answer them. So yeah, yeah. If you want to shoot us a review. Do it. We only accept five-star reviews. Send it over to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck, T-shirt size, and address to send it to, and you'll get a free T-shirt for a review. That's all you got to do. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome yep. back to the show. All that kind of good stuff. Today, this is another good episode because it's about my oh, blue truck. Golly! Yeah! Ah. <laughs> power stroke. Oh, power stroke. Woo! Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> so, uh, as, as in the previous episode, no. we talked about how I, I did get a uh, got myself a '97 single cab yeah. ZF5 truck, super high miles. Um, got some issues I'm working through. Yeah, it's, and uh, I kind of wanted to share what, mileage is just a number. It's just a number. Yeah. <laughs> kind of wanted to share where, I, where I'm at so far with it, and what I'm doing, and what the plan is, at least thus far with it. Yeah, you've done some pretty cool diagnosing, and I, you literally said to me the other day, like I learned something. I'm learning so much. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, uh, me and Kevin Calloway have been Instagram. Like, if there is if there is like those awards you get on Snapchat for like snapping people back and forth. Yeah. On Instagram messaging, you guys. Me and him would be like in love right now. We, I, I, me and him have been messaging way too much for two heterosexual men in different <laughs> states. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've been learning a lot. I've been bouncing ideas off of him, um, and I, I want to share with what I've learned so far because I'm still in the middle of it. Yeah. So. 
Um, like in the previous podcast, I had to redo the oil cooler, so that means I have fresh oil in there uh, and uh, coolant in there. And I basically just started kind of ticking off the boxes. The truck still ran and drive, but it had some startup issues, had some running issues, feels like it's kind of low on power. Yeah. So, like any good power stroke guy would do, I just started unplugging sensors and <laughs> seeing what happened. <laughs> 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 just I'm gonna I'm gonna like just bash on you for a second here. Yeah, and it's not even on you. It's just on seven threes in general. It's like the, the, some of the diagnosis is just like, well, if you unplug these six things, it means it's just running off of this. Yeah, and that means it's like that's really your guys' flow chart on this. <laughs> like it is, man. We're a like, different breed. Like, so the, so I, real quick uh, go ahead, because. Yeah. I did a like a blog post, I guess you would, for our, our website on like Common Rail No Start. We actually did an episode mm-hmm. on Common Rail No Start. And there's there's one portion of that where where I say unplug something. Yeah. <laughs> and I it's premise it <laughs> I premise it with this is a backyard test. <laughs> like if it works for you, great. If not, you've got something else going on, kind yeah. of a thing. That's literally how this, your trash truck has been diagnosed. Is just yeah. unplugging stuff. You can you can un, you can unplug a lot of that engine, and it'll still run. That's it'll amazing st- to me too. That that the amount you can unplug, and it just still runs. That's because it's a smart engine. Okay, it's dumb but smart at the same time. If you unplug stuff, <laughs> oh my god, unlike on a Cummins or something uh, like that, or on a Duramax, it still gives a default reading to the to the PCM, so it'll still yeah. fire up and run. Yeah. So basically, what's going on here is you basically you have three three things going on with your injectors as far as high pressure oil and stuff like that. You have your MAP sensor, your ICP, and your IPR. All three of those things work in conjunction to make sure that you're getting the right amount of fuel, right amount of oil, yeah, to get this thing fired up and going. So, um, I unplugged the ICP. It's got oil in there, so I figured it's probably not reading very well in the connector too. In the connector too, <laughs> yeah. So I unplug it, check engine light comes on, still starts and runs, still having a bit of the issue, you know, take it off for a drive, still having kind of the same. I had this real bad stutter at about 2,000 RPM, and just, yeah. it just just unload and tons of white smoke. <laughs> just tons of fuel. brutal. Yeah. Um, and I could sometimes make it happen, in some, like if you creep up on the RPMs, I could get yeah. through it, but sometimes you just stab it, and, and then work through it, and off it went. Yeah. So I unplugged the ICP, and it seemed to get a little bit better. And then I unplugged the MAP sensor. And I take it off for a drive, but it's a whole new truck. Yeah. It, at this point, it doesn't know how much boost it's making. And it doesn't know how much injection pressure it's actually making. But the IPR is still going off of the default of what the PCM is telling it to do, along yeah. with the IDM. Yeah. If you understood all that, welcome to the family. <laughs> if you didn't, go listen to some other similar stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I leave it all unplugged, and it starts running great. And so I'm kind of doing more diagnosing, and we dump a whole bunch of RevX in the oil because I just use Rotella 1540 because I know I'm going to be dumped with the oil. We had to try it. We had to try it. We had to try it because, honestly, we had some that was damaged, and we couldn't sell it anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, we just dumped it all in there. Didn't really fix anything, but I just tried, right? It was going to sit on the shelf and probably get sold or or actually wouldn't even get sold. No, it wasn't. Probably just got thrown away. Well, it was just going to go in the back of the shop and just have someone else use it. So I used that. didn't really work. Um, So I did some more diagnosing and kind of like, you know, I couldn't. I didn't quite have a, a scan tool on it yet. I was trying to do this like kind of backyard style, yeah. and so really diagnosing it. And I came to the conclusion that you know, you think to yourself like, "Oh man, lots of smoke on startup. It, it warms up, and that's good." It's like, okay, well, you know, you, first thing you think, "Oh, head gasket compression's down or something like that." And I'm not I'm not using oil. Yeah. I'm not using coolant. In fact, when I drained them, when I did the oil cooler, they were both very clean. Yeah, they were they were not even can, can yeah. mixed contaminated whatsoever. 
And once it is warmed up, it's running so good that there's no way it could be low on compression. Yeah. And on top of that, I am cold starting just fine. Yeah. It smokes like and it just it's raw fuel coming out the tailpipe, but I am starting after two cycles when it's seventeen degrees outside. Yeah. There's no way a seven three low on compression is gonna start with they that. have no. cold start issues from the get go. No. It, there's no way that so I just a rules compression yeah. no, not gonna happen. Yeah, no. Um, I, I don't uh, yeah, no. Because that drag truck we had, that yeah. was like that was built with lower compression. Mm-hmm. And if that thing was cold at all, no. Yeah, it ain't happening. And in seven threes, really aren't known for for blowing head gaskets. The factory they're seal, really not. They're not. And it's yeah. probably because they don't make enough power to really knock the That's heads exactly off. That's exactly right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but they they really they're not known for for breaking yeah. heads loose. And yeah. I've actually told people playing times like, oh, I'm going to redo the head gaskets. Like, hey, are, if they're factory sealed, just do head studs. Like, don't even break the seal. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't you just, don't need to. You're good. Yeah. Um. So I, I ruled that out, and so it kind of leads me to um possibly injector O rings. Um, I'm not thinking cups for the most part because cups, I think I'd be leaking more into the coolant with what's going on there because there is a coolant jacket that goes around the injectors. Could it, since we were just talking about mm-hmm. this now, like, and I know right before the show you talked about, which I'm sure you're going to talk about a high pressure oil pump in mm-hmm. an IPR. It kind of seems like it may actually be that as far like as cups. Well, no, I O-rings? like a high pressure oil pump. I think it could be too. So it gets because especially though. when you stab it, mm-hmm. like maybe that high pressure oil pump is not able to build up that oil pressure quick enough to actuate those injectors properly, and then bingo, bango, you got your, your no. That, that's, I'm really happy you said that. So that that's a thought process I went through. Yeah. So I kind of did as much as I could without putting a scan tool on there. Mm-hmm. So then I got I put an edge inside on it because I wanted to be able to see what the truck was reading for boost. I wanted to see what it was reading for ICP, and I can also watch IPR duty cycle. Yeah. And so I put the put this the inside on there, plug my ICP and my, my map sensor back in, um, check engine light went off, and it actually was running okay with them still on. So I, I think – and honestly, I think I – because I've honestly been driving the piss out of it. I think I've been kind of cleaning stuff out a little bit. I'm sure. Um, I've been I'm putting sure. lots of fuel additive in there. Yeah. I've been, you know, really diligent about checking fluids. And I think I'm just kind of working a lot of gunk out, honestly. Probably. Um, this is what I like to think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get an edge inside on there and I take it out and the high pressure oil pump is actually surprisingly healthy for how many miles are on it. I, I don't know if it's the original one or not, Yeah. but I mean, it's not screaming by any means, but like when I lay into it and stab it, I can get to 3000 PSI and it'll hold and it'll drop. I mean, it'll drop down to about 25, 24, which is, I mean, I wouldn't consider that to be super healthy, but I wouldn't it's consider kind it, of a big drop. I mean, it's kind of a big drop, but it's not, in my, for me personally, and there's another factor to this, that's not like I'm not losing it to the point where it's like causing me issues. And yeah. here's why I think that is. And I think they're going to go hand in hand. I could also watch the IPR duty cycle. Yeah. My IPR duty cycle, even when I stab it under a load, even when I artificially load the truck with, with my brake on it or something like that, it's only cycling to about 30.2%. That's huh. supposed to cycle up to about, I think it's like 63 or 64%. Yeah. So my IPR is not opening all the way. It's not yeah. cycling all the way. Yeah. And that could mean one of two things. Either it's not cycling all the way because it's not seeing the pressure that it wants to, but my ICP is reading correctly because I can yeah. see it. Right. And it, it seems to be in line with the RPM. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking that I just, I got an IPR. It's just not quite doing its job anymore. Yeah. Um, and I do think I have a fuel leak somewhere in there. Um, but fuel pressure, I, I don't think fuel pressure seems to be the issue because I've got tons of fuel coming on the tailpipe. Yeah. So it, yeah. the fuel's getting there for yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean, there's no huge visible fuel leaks either. Yeah. Um, so what I got for this weekend is uh, I'm going to be doing an IPR reseal. 
So I'm going to pull the IPR out, and I've never taken one out. I've never I've never rebuilt one or anything like that. And that's yeah. why I'm going through these steps. Yeah. I'm going to take the IPR out. I'm going to rebuild it. The rebuild kits are like $10.85. They're super cheap. It's like, does yours have a screen on it? The later ones, yes. It should have the edge yeah, screen on it. Um, don't quote me on that. I may have to redact that, but I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take the IPR out, and to do that, I'm probably, I mean, you can take it out without taking the fuel ball off. Yes, I know that's a total pain in the ass, but you can. Um, but I'm going to reseal the fuel bowl anyways because I think yeah. that should be done anyhow. I'm, I'm trying to chase down a fuel leak. Right. So I'm going to pull the fuel bowl off, reseal that, um, pull the IPR out, reseal that, and just give everything a really good once over once I got the valley open and kind of really look at what's Absolutely. going on. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that um, with that reseal in there that I might see a difference. Now, yeah. I have a contingency. Don't worry, though. <laughs> because Kevin, being the super awesome guy that he is, and he's, yeah. do, he's, he's building his 7.3 again, has some extra parts. So he's sending me up a known good stock high-pressure oil pump from an O2 uh, with an IPR attached that was known Perfect. good when taken off. Cool. So it very well may, it may be total junk. I don't know, but at least it's another part to compare it to. Yeah. And you're, but you're going to reseal everything before you I am. I'm, I'm, okay. I, yeah. my, and, and we can kind of transition now into like why I'm doing what I'm you're doing. You're doing that this weekend? What's that? You're doing that this weekend? Yeah. I might, I might have to come by your yeah, house. Yeah, come on. Bring some beer. Yeah. So I'm going to transition kind of into why I'm really doing what I'm doing now. It might seem kind of weird, but there's a purpose behind it, I swear. So the purpose why I'm kind of doing it like I am right now, and I may have kind of talked about this in the last episode, but I really want to drive home that I this is a learning process for me. I wanted to, like, I haven't been back in a diesel truck in a while, and I really wanted to reinvigorate my love of diesel trucks. Yeah. And I love 7.3s. I love the OBS. And it just happened to work out. So I got this one, super high mileage. It's got 330,000 miles on it. It runs, but it could run way better. So yeah. what I want to do is what a lot of guys I feel in this situation would probably be doing. Just doing the bare minimum to fix it. Like someone who buys a 330,000 mile truck is not necessarily looking to make 700 horsepower. Right. If you are, more power to you. But you if, this is your first, <laughs> if this is your first diesel truck, maybe you're just, you, you know, give it a tune-up. Like, yeah. And the one of the things I love about this is every time I dick with it, it runs better. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's, it's so, it like, it, bless oh, you. Oh, please. It's oh, <laughs> the only one. Usually it comes in a pack of three. Yeah. <clears throat> but it, it's so invigorating. Um, and it just, it makes me happy. I can go in there and it, it's, yeah, it makes me happy, right? That makes me so happy because that's ex- like the first episode we talked about your truck. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. And it's, it, there's no better feeling than, you know, using your brain, doing some diagnostics fiddling around with something yeah taking not having the worry that guess what you have another rig oh yeah so you could like well i'm gonna disable this thing i could brick this thing right now (laughs) and i'm still fine you're still good i can figure it out after that but like to it's it's i feel like i'm back in like my dad's era where he you know he's got a carburetor on there comes back fiddles with it a little bit takes it out runs a little better fiddles with it runs a little better fiddles a little again ah too much bring it back a little bit yeah that's where i'm at right now you know i i I took the uh i'm about to do that with my lawnmower (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's and so I'm I'm kind of taking that approach before I start putting power parts on there. Yes, I'm going to start putting power parts on there eventually. Yeah. But I want to get it running as good as a 300,000 mile truck can. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? With stock it's parts today. Mm-hmm. So today I actually talked to some customers. Mm-hmm. That was weird. No, <laughs> no, but no, for real. Um, I did. I talked to a guy with a seven three, mm-hmm. and he was talking about tuning, and and I don't know how this came about, but. We started, I, I know we've mentioned this before in previous episodes, but for anybody looking to increase power in their truck, 
You know, don't just go buy an edge revolver. Don't just go buy a gearhead tuner. Don't just go buy, you know, like I need more power. So I'm just going to get a tuner and that's going to take care of it. Mm -hmm. You might've just shot yourself in the foot. Mm -hmm. Always try to get it to a point where it's running. I would say probably 85% good. Yeah. Like at least 85. Yeah. Like if it's not running 85%, like fully like perfect, then, then, then stop because you, any, any, if you try to add a tuner, you try to add any performance parts to try to get more power out of this truck, you're just going to probably amplify the issue. Or you're going to mask it just enough to where you don't see it, and then it comes and back. And it's going to come bam! back and bite you in the freaking yeah. rear end. And, so, and don't get me wrong. I, I have tunes for it already. Yeah. You know how hard it is for me right now not to throw tunes on there right now? Yeah. That's like the, <laughs> I have the yeah. tunes. They're on the chip. I just got to put it in. It's taken everything I have. And that's what's actually – I've said a hard – a hard line for myself that yeah. I'm going to do this before I do any power parts. And that honestly, I think is what's really motivating me to get it running as good as possible. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to work on it this weekend. I'm going to like the IPR and the reseal and maybe it replace a high pressure hole pump if I need to um, go through. I'm, I'm going to just really, I'm going to um, uh, bleed the uh, flush, the brake fluid, putting your brake fluid in there. I need to bleed the, um, the clutch a little bit. Yeah. Um, I want to, I uh, go through and clean the grounds. I haven't quite done that yet. I haven't given it a proper detail. I cleaned like the driver's seat and the floor a little bit. Yeah. But go through and really give it some attention. And I'd like to personally uh, thank coronavirus for giving me some time to do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hashtag not serious, sort of, but not really. But like so my wife's a teacher, so she's home right now with our kid because he's in daycare. So they're home yeah. right now. Um, so we're actually getting a lot of projects done around the house because she's – having to try and teach from home, but at the same time that does kind of open up, you know, we're, yeah, we're, we're trying to make the best of the situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked to get work on this truck and it's, it's been a, uh, so far and I may be jinxing myself. It's been a source of joy. Yeah. It's, it's, well, gonna, I've, I've, I know it's going to hurt me eventually. Since you drove but, it the first day, I have not, I have not seen the Suburban uh, and I'm pretty sure you're done I, with it. Have it, you had the, any bites on it? A couple, yeah. Yeah? Nothing too serious. I, I have it priced relatively competitively. But yeah. it's, uh, I mean, if any of you are local listening to this and it hasn't sold yet, but I'm selling my suburban for $2,750. Um, I'll take less, but yeah. that's what I posted for. I think it's like pretty much You're around the money. you supposed to say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got to take get this. I got to get this. <laughs> yeah. Th- that's one thing I, I never understood, though. Why I see Craigslist ads are like, post it for $300. i will take $250. Like, don't, like in the you ad. Just, you just why didn't you post it for a, 250 Yeah, you just took away your bargaining God. Like, come on, people. <laughs> no. No, but that's uh I think it's I think it's awesome. I'm I'm super happy for you. I can't I can't wait. Now it's just getting it you getting that truck is getting me excited to get like because I just well, my project. Plan, yeah, my plan, just so uh, not to you're gonna get seven Stop power? about seven threes right now. No, but I, I just wanna I wanna start with an engine and I wanna go from there. Mm-hmm. I want I literally want to build an entire vehicle. I think yeah, that's what cool. I want to do. I think that's what I've kind of narrowed it down to. I want to build an entire vehicle mm-hmm. from tip to tail. Not like I'm gonna make my own body <laughs> body yeah. design. No, like I'm gonna use another vehicle, but I wanna I want to I wanna have I wanna do that process of a building from from basically from an engine mm-hmm. you know and, and that sort of thing so you what, what you're doing with your truck is kind of reinvigorated me to really start looking uh for for something to kind of play with and and figure out something cool nice. to do like i don't have anything like set um i'm really open 
I like I like old school stuff, so mm. it'll probably be something old. But I I, I definitely I, you're what you're doing is get, every time we talk about it, even though I love seven threes to the bottom of my heart. You heard it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's but seriously, it's it's it getting me kind of jacked about trying to figure out mm-hmm. what I want to do next. So good, yeah, it gets me amped. And uh, the other kind of cool thing about having a slightly older vehicle like that is pretty much everywhere has parts for it. Yeah, like I, yeah, I hate to be that guy because like I, I worked at Pet Boys when I was in high school, and if you've worked in an automotive store, you know that the help section, like the dormant parts help yeah. section, is the worst. Yeah, it's the black hole. You get the guys in there that are like, "Oh, I'm looking for a just and just the weirdest part." Right? I will say that has saved my saved my ass once or twice. The, the help section. The guys <laughs> in charge of the Dorman Help product line. Cheers to you guys. Yeah, like, you thanks. get some really obscure stuff sometimes, and you you found that people need that, and you box it up nice and neat with a yeah. part number and what it is, and, and just it blows my mind sometimes. And I, I went in there. To, to buy something else, and I walked by, and I saw that they had the, the new rubbers for the, the pedals and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like... For your truck? And I was like, that looks about my shape. Yeah, whatever. I'll grab it. I'm pretty sure that's it. Fits perfectly. Seriously? New rubbers for the pedals. I noticed that on your truck when I didn't say anything to you, because I didn't want to... I didn't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I was missing, missing a rubber on, on the yeah. on the clutch, right? Yeah, I, I, and I put that on there, and it's like back to our episode of like little things that still make you you feel happy Makes about you your fall truck. Fall back in love with that truck. I put that thing on there. I was like, hey, I don't have to feel the clutch pedal anymore. It's brand new truck. <laughs> Seriously, no, that's how it is. <laughs> Cameron's face right now is yeah. like, I. It's like I drive a van. <laughs> it's got my house in the back. It's okay. Cameron doesn't even fit inside my truck because yeah. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, OBS single cabs. That is a single cab. Yeah. Like, there is no room behind the seats. Like, on the newer oh, Dodge no. trucks or something like that, there's, like, you, you still can get actually, a little bit, yeah. There is nothing. Nothing. Like, I might be able to fit, like, a rifle. Yeah, if that. And I won't even you need should, a rack. You know what you should do? A gun rack? Get the, yes, get the old school gun rack and hang, you know, I've been thinking about replacing the back window with like a slider. like a musket from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little <laughs> Nerf gun just to, just to really chief somebody's bridges. No, I'm like, oh, well, like a cap and ball gun. Just hang yeah. from there and be like, yeah, I'm serious, dude. I'll load this thing up. What do they call it's it? A 50 uh, cal. A, a blastoon? A, a bl- uh, ooh, bl- ooh, ooh. Look that up. It's not, not a bazooka. bazooka. It's like the old the old pirate guns yeah. or bl- blastoon or something like bl- that. Blastoon? Is it blastoon? Blastoon. Blastoon? No, that doesn't sound right. Gun, come on, Google, help me out here. I felt like it rolled more off the off the t- platoon. I'm gonna sure it's pirate gun, pirate gun. Come on, Cam, come on, cameraman. What is a pirate gun called? Um, You're talking about the one that like blows up. Yeah, where you just, well, like, there's put one called and spoons a uh, in, like a, a flintstock pistol. What's uh, the one where you shove it. like anything you can find in the end of it? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Platoon, platoon, um, what? Pirate shoot anything gun. Yeah, they, they like used to like shove like forks and spoons and like knives, and, like all sorts of crazy. I stuff. can't find it, and Google's failing me right now. Wow! Uh, if Siri. you know, comment below. Let me know, and I'll Australian, I'll give you a shout on the next Australian one. Australian Siri. No. Hey Siri. Blunderbust. Yes. Blunderbust. Blunderbust. Yes. Never mind. I don't need you, yeah. Siri. Our cameraman Cam came through in the clutch there. Thanks for the help there. 
<laughs> she says, I'm not sure I understand. She's being very quiet today, which is very unlike the, her Australian self. Yeah, maybe she's feeling a little under the weather. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Anyhow, uh, that's going to kind of start wrapping this one up. I appreciate all you guys calling. Um, I appreciate all you guys messaging on our Instagram profile. Um, I get those and I respond to them. And I love it. Yeah. Um, thank you for everybody that's been like stoking my fire about me having a seven three again. Yeah. It gets me I so think, amped. You know, what? I think you should. I think anybody out there that's on Instagram is, that listens, they should just like. Because I, I kind of want to get more involved too mm -hmm. in like the Instagram. Like, call us out if you got a question for either of us, whether it be truck related or not. Yeah. Like, shoot us out. Hey Ben, I got a question for you. Hey Tyler, I got a question for you. Do it. We'll answer it. We'll do the best we can. I, don't I know. know a lot about weird? a lot. I know a little about a lot. You say a lot about a lot. I said a lot about a wow, lot. Wow, you're tooting yeah. your own horn there over there. Uh, toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna wrap this one up. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.